This is Ergomotion's Dream Tech Radio, a show bringing tangible advice and information to furniture retailers, helping you maximize your RSA selling capabilities. I'm your host, Nate KG, and welcome to the first episode of Dream Tech Radio. On this episode, we'll hear clips from the first section of our multi-part RSA training series. We'll hear from two seasoned furniture industry veterans, Paris Feely and Ryan King. This episode focuses on general principles of adjustable bed base selling, ranging in topics from simply bringing up the adjustable in your pitch to top-down selling, asking qualifying questions, and more. So without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Paris and Ryan. In the conversation of selling, and this is something that salespeople frequently talk about, you know, the way I do it is blank and the way you do it is, uh, it's important to understand that there is a science to what we do in terms of exactly how you're going to present a product, but there's also an art. The way you show something might not be the way I show something or the way somebody else would. There's no 100% surefire way to get a sale every time. Um, that, that doesn't exist. But what we can do is we can manipulate our sales process mm-hmm. through, the, through science and art um, to widen our chances of making the sale and, and getting that attachment, which, um, which I know that you are really, really good at. Well, thanks. But I think the reality of it is, is that people have different ways of presenting the product, and that's okay. The, the important key is, is to find a natural, comfortable way of showing the product. And if you want to talk more about the science of how the product uh, helps you, that's a, a great idea. But on the other hand, there are a lot of people who appreciate just kind of communicating with the customer and doing it more anecdotally and, and really making it more of a rapport-based sale, I guess is the way to put it. So there's no one way of doing it. There's absolutely multiple ways of doing it. But I think the, the key to it is making sure that every customer is being shown the adjustable base because we know if you do that, that's the best way to improve your attachment rates. Absolutely. And make sure it's yours. You designed that selling process. Whatever makes you feel comfortable in your stories that you can relate to it um, will make the sale easier um, and a lot more comfortable for the guests and yourself. So. I agree. The next topic we're going to talk about is top-down selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a couple really important things to realize about top-down selling. I think the first part of understanding top-down selling is that every one of our customers deserves to experience what our really best option is. Absolutely. I think that uh, in regards to top-down selling, it's, it's best to start with the adjustable base that has every feature, show those features, especially focus on the ones that appeal to the customer the most, and then from there you can roll down uh, and kind of explain what yeah, that I mean, means. Yeah, I mean, top-down selling is all about not cheating the customer. Um, mm-hmm. If you're the customer and you walk out, let's say, with a sleep system that you that you purchased and your, let's say your friend came over to the house and looked at it, and you can show them that it's going up and down. You have USB ports, you have the massage feature and all that, but your customer just bought a sleep system that didn't have that and wasn't showed it, they would feel cheated. They would almost feel cheated by the, <laughs> by the, yeah, by the uh, retail sales associate in the store. Um, because they didn't even know those options were available. Um, And I I think that they would feel cheated because of that. Well, and to that point, when you're in the store, you never know which features are the ones that are going to appeal to the customer. So by showing the base that has all the features, you get to really figure out what's best for them. Um, I also think from a practical standpoint, when you're selling, it's a lot easier to take features away and thus save the customer money than it ever is to add features, which increases the price. Absolutely, it's starting at the, the theory of starting at the top of the hill. It's a lot easier to roll down the hill than it is to walk up the hill. Great point. 
This topic of selling an adjustable sleep system is actually a pretty important topic. Yes. It uh, provides a lot of benefits. Obviously, the three main categories of benefits that you're going to get from selling an adjustable sleep system, there's benefits to the customer, there's benefits to the store, and there's benefits to the salesperson. Start by talking about the benefits to the customer, if you would. Well, there's a lot of them. Um, the, the sleep system itself is going to literally change your customer's life, especially if they have something, some kind of health issues going on or they spend a lot of time in the bedroom. The adjustable sleep system is, go, is going to change your life almost on a daily basis. Um, if we relate back to, I know that your, your brother had an issue with um, really, really bad acid reflux and it, the product literally changed his life. Um, so that's, that's really beneficial to the customer. Um, and then rolling into the retail sales location that you're at, sure. you're going you're gonna to help the business grow in, in certain ways. Well, I think it's an important point to talk about that. It seems like the environment is much more competitive. There aren't as many people coming through the doors of the average retail store as used to, right? whether that's because of online sales or whatever the case may be, more competition in the marketplace, which means that we have to do more with each of the customers coming in. And I'll tell you, a lot of people don't realize it. You don't have to sell an adjustable sleep system to every customer to have a great impact on your store. For example, if you only sold one out of every 10 customers that came in, we know that statistically that's actually going to add $100 to every one of your average tickets. Or another way of putting that is probably going to increase your average revenues in that store by about 10%. And then of course that translates to something that's very important is the benefit to the actual sales associate themselves. Right, right. And that, and that affects the sales associate, you know, two major ways that I like to think about it. One is it, it builds your reputation. Mm -hmm. um, the more knowledgeable that you are on the sleep systems themselves, the more trust you're going to build with the customer, right? And the more they're going to refer you when they go and they show their friends the product mm -hmm. that they're just excited about and they just bought, they're going to come back, they're going to see you because they want to talk to the expert, right? And then it comes down to commissions, That's right? It. Right. We're all here to That's make money. McGuire, show me the money. Right. Show me. The, <laughs> we're all here to make money. Sure. Um, so raising your ticket average will in turn raise your commissions, which sure. uh, makes you happier. Absolutely. A lot of people think that the process of selling is about knowing everything about your product. Is that absolutely it's about the product. I would disagree with that concept and say that the process of selling should be based upon communicating with the customer Absolutely. and really discovering what's important to the customer. And the best way that you can do that is by asking a lot of questions. Uh, we call that qualifying. Right, right. Qualifying questions <clears throat> are very important. Um, one, because you have to get to learn the customer. Like you, like you were saying, um, if you don't know what the customer's issues are, mm -hmm. it's, it's very hard to talk about a product if, because you don't know what's important to them. So, for instance, if somebody walked in, you want to talk about, you know, maybe what they do for a living or what their hobbies are. So you sure. can relate it to the product. I can promise you that no one has ever walked into a mattress store looking for a mattress. What they're looking for is a solution to a problem. So we've got to ask qualifying questions to yeah. figure out exactly what those problems are. Uh, you know... They had a study once that talked about how many qualifying questions you should ask before presenting the sleep system. And what was interesting is they found that the average sleep associate was asking only three qualifying questions. Wow. And you can figure those qualifying questions. What size are you looking for? You like a harder, <laughs> plusher mattress? Right. You know, basic questions. But what they discovered is that the associates that were actually really good at selling the product and had the higher closing ratios, the higher average ticket, 
ask no fewer than 10 qualifying questions on average. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's huge. And by the way, there's, we actually know why this, this is so effective. There are two main reasons why asking a lot of qualifying questions helps you uh, in the role of selling. The first part is the more questions that you ask, obviously the more you can relate your product to their needs and desires. But the second thing, which is probably just as important, is the more questions you ask the customer, the more the customer feels that you care about their needs. Exactly. Uh, I always look at it kind of like a, a doctor's office. If you went in, the doctor asked you, why are you here? And you answered, well, my stomach hurts. And they said, okay, no problem, here's, here's some medication. You might not feel real comfortable. But right. on the other hand, if the doctor asked you 10 questions and really delved into it, you're much more confident in what the doctor has to prescribe. Yeah. So to me, that's the key with qualifying. A common misconception with adjustable beds is that they're only for people who have health problems. And frequently, people assume that only older people use adjustable beds. But the reality of it is everybody can benefit from an adjustable bed. Wouldn't you agree? I would. I would. Um, the feature sets that are in the, on the adjustable beds now is a lot more um, focused towards really any generation, but a lot more towards the younger generation. Um, because they, they typically think of it as hospital beds, which is an absolute misconception. Because sure. I don't know many hospital beds that have USB ports or massage settings or the wall hugging feature. So the beds now are focused towards the entire span or age range of any customer that walks into your store. I mean, it's important, I think, to never prejudge the customers walking in the door. For example, a, a waitress who comes in may not have a, a great deal of money to spend, mm -hmm. but her night's sleep may be much more important than we realize. She works on her feet all day, and an adjustable bed might be just the thing she's looking for. So you want to make sure that we're giving the opportunity to present this product to everybody, since everybody at the end of the day can benefit from using an adjustable bed. Absolutely agree. So Paris, the, uh, the terminology um, that we use in the sales process is very, very important. Um, we want to stay away from the term, let's say, adjustable bed. Um, research shows that um, customers typically know what that is. Um, more importantly, they, they realize they don't want one. They think it's for old sure. people. They think it's for elderly, and you have to overcome those objections um, right away. So instead of terms like adjustable bed, we want to use something like lifestyle base mm -hmm. or wellness base. Um, and we want to we want to try to stay away from the term mattress and base mm -hmm. as a two two separate items and put them together as one solid. I like to use sleep system. Um, are there any certain terms that you kind of kind of lean towards? I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, quite frankly, as this category has developed, the terms that we use to describe it have developed as well. We used to call it a hospital bed, which is absolutely the worst thing you can call it because the connotations of a hospital bed or being sick, being uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and being an invalid. Right. The reality of it is the lifestyle-based concept, or as you pointed out, the sleep system idea is the best way to relate to the most customers and probably ensure that you get the most uh, sales. Yeah, um, and aside from the products themselves, you can change terminology in the process as, as opposed to talking about you like this or you're looking at this product here, use we. You know, you, you mm. could be a team. Um, you could be... <clears throat> kind of leading the sales process, but it's something that you're, you're on that journey together with the customer. It's like relating to the customer. Exactly, exactly. So just the, the words that you use that you can tweak can really make a huge difference. So Paris, the motion bedroom furniture, can you kind of dive into detail between the motion bedroom furniture and the typical um, sleep system out there today? Sure. 
When we're talking about adjustable sleep systems, basically they all articulate and they all have massage system or whatever the case, the features might be. But there is a very big distinctive difference between motion bedroom furniture and the traditional adjustable sleep system. Mm -hmm. I like to use the analogy of the difference between a fiddle and a violin to kind of express this. Okay. Do you know the difference between a fiddle and a violin? I don't actually. No. Okay. I, it turns out that the violin and the fiddle are actually the same piece of equipment, but a fiddle is played forward like this and a violin is played on your shoulder like this. Hmm. So it's a little bit of a difference, but it makes a huge difference in terms of how it's like used and how it's presented to the, the uh, people using it, right? So the difference between motion bedroom furniture and a regular adjustable sleep system is a lot like that. Okay. When people first look at an element or a motion bedroom furniture, they'll notice that it looks a lot like a low profile adjustable bed. But when you're looking at it, you'll notice a couple of differences. For example, with motion bedroom furniture, there are no legs. The actual unit itself is only about the size of a, of a playing card from head to toe. Hmm. What it is, is that piece of equipment is not designed to work independently. It's actually designed to work within a bedroom set. Motion bedroom furniture works in conjunction with the bedroom set. A lot like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cup takes peanut butter and chocolate, which of course are good on their own, but it combines to create something new. Basically what you're doing with motion bedroom furniture is you're taking an adjustable sleep system and combining it with a bedroom set and now creating motion bedroom furniture. Unlike the traditional adjustable sleep system, which of course has legs and is designed more or less to operate with the mattress independent of any kind of bedroom set. Right. I, I get it. Um, so kind of like furniture today with, uh, like if you're going to shop for a couch, right. you can get a standard couch that reclines, or you can get the couch with motion in it. Exactly. Okay. I, and one of the things about that that's important to point out is several years ago, really all you had was the stationary couch or sofa system. Mm -hmm. In today's industry, the number one category of growth is actually the motion category. So motion sofas is actually the number one selling growth category in sofas. Uh, motion recliners, motion chairs, motion everything. So this is an obvious offshoot of that to call it motion bedroom furniture. Hey there, Nate here again. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Ergomotion's Dream Tech Radio. Before you go, I wanted to let you know that all show notes for this episode and other episodes can be found on ergomotion.com forward slash blog. We've also created an exclusive Facebook group called The Retailer Room to discuss the podcast and any other questions you might have about selling adjustable bed bases. If you would like to join, visit ergomotion.com forward slash access dash retailer dash room. This link is also in the show notes, but I'll say it again here. That's ergomotion.com forward slash access dash retailer dash room. Hope to see you there.